Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 298. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I get to have amazing conversations with the Blueprint MCAT Live Online team. This week we are continuing our uh oh, I didn't get the score I wanted series with our psych soch section today. Potentially one of the sections that may be the easiest because there's a lot of just straight up memorization. Do you know this person, this this old dead dude that uh, came up with some theory? And uh, can, can you remember that? So uh, hopefully this episode is helpful for you to help you break down, help you kind of figure out where potentially you went wrong, or if you're listening to this before your MCAT, to help you prevent making these mistakes. Before we jump in, though, I want to talk about the Blueprint MCAT free account if you don't already have one. Did I say it's free? Because it is. You get a an amazing flashcard platform with over 1,600 pre-made flashcards crafted by the expert Blueprint MCAT people. You also get access to their amazing study planner tool, a half-length diagnostic, a full-length practice test, and much more. Go check it out, blueprintmcat.com. Alex, welcome back to the MCAT podcast. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks. Wonderful. We are continuing our series of, uh uh-oh, I didn't get the score that I wanted, Um, whether in totality or in a subsection. So we've been breaking Mm -hmm. down some subsections. We have two left, psychosoch and cars. I think we should tackle psychosoch today. What do you think? Sounds great. I think that's, that's such a that's such an interesting uh, an interesting selection in a sense. I feel like you know, cars is often like the section which you know is probably like number one for like MCAT section that like gives people the most grief. Like yep. if I were to like do like a you know date like statistical sweep of all my email, and I think psychosoc is actually interestingly the one that comes up the least, but for which you know. But for which improvement for certain students can often be, you know, like the most intractable, like, you know, the mm-hmm. toughest to gain. So I think, I don't know, I'm really, really excited to talk about uh, how to improve in psychosoc because uh, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so so my thought is psychosoc is the easiest section. Everyone scores well. So we should just end the episode here, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, actually, I, actually, I actually have a thing in. Uh, I, have, I have a thing in half an hour. So, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up here. All right, good. Um, so psychosoc. Why do students do poorly in psychosoc for the ones who do? 
I mean, I think part of it is exactly what you just said, which is it's the easiest section. Therefore, it'll be fine. I'll do great. Yeah. And the, uh, my, my reply, my default reply to that is often you know, all sections on the MCAT are scaled and equated, right, as per the AMC. In a sense, you get percentile based scores. So if everyone finds the psycho section easy, mm-hmm. right, well, ultimately, your score is still measured based on the percentage of other students that you did better than. So kind of yep. if it's easier for everyone, then it's easier for no one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that means. But yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so, so basically, what you're saying, and and what I was joking at is, is just not enough respect is given to psychosos. Everyone's worried about the quote unquote hard sciences, chem, phys, psychosos, and of course the car section. And they're like, oh, I heard that you just download the 300 page psychosos documents, you, you memorize that best you can, and and you'll be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think for many people, um, although you know, to be clear, not everyone, the the most common story of, you know, I, you know, I want, I really need to improve in psychosocial kind of over and above some of the other sections is not from a kind of fundamental, fundamental, like limitation that's intrinsic to them. It's more, it's much more along the lines of, I didn't give it the respect that, you know, that it deserved, you know, and in fact, if you look at their practice tests, often psychosocial was trailing the other sections for, you know, a number of practice tests. And it was in, you know, and instead they just thought, well, you know, oh, that's because I need to do a few more flashcards or that's because I need to look through the 300 page or the 86 page or the 92 page document, yep. et cetera. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's like yeah. 92. How about 91? I can give it to you in 91 pages. Piece of cake. Yeah, um, yeah. So timing, uh, we, we've talked about timing on each of these episodes. Is timing an issue for psychosocial or not really? I would say it's probably for most people, it is the section for which timing is least often an issue. I think for many people who struggle with timing, psychosocial is the section for which they are least likely to have timing difficulties. That doesn't that doesn't mean timing isn't, you know, isn't a hurdle for some people. I think especially if you have timing difficulties on all of the sections, right? Psychosocial might just be in there too. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, right, you should probably focus, target your review towards a, you know, towards a finding a cause that probably explains the timing in all of them right? in the sense that it's common to all of the sections yeah. you know this is especially common in people who reread several times or who happen to read very slowly although that one's relatively rare um but yeah i timing in psychosocial is can absolutely be a barrier to people and more often than not stems from either is like not giving it the, te- the respect it deserves not knowing lots of the content or Secondarily, I think the major skill that psycho that the AMC uses psychosocial as a vehicle to test is experimental and epidemiological design. Mm. Right? Psychosocial is often the que- the section where you get the nittiest, grittiest questions about, you know, like what is what is their study design and what does it evaluate, or you know, like coherently explain the researcher's hypothesis and what could be a valid conclusion <laughs> given a set of data yeah. which is just more which is and it's is often more directly expressed in psychosocial than it is in the other sections which might ask you for something more concrete that you know even if it does require application of this similar skill set yeah so we we were joking about those 90 page 80 page 300 page whatever are those good resources for students for psychosocial I mean, 
They can be. I, I would say it depends on the kind of student you are. The for many of them, although not all of them, and before you again, as you know, before you trust your section performance to it, I would cross-reference it with a trusted resource to make sure the information in there is correct. Right? I often recommend either you know you can use, um, for example, like the blueprint modules or the blueprint books. Uh, you, you could cross-reference it with Khan Academy material, or you could even cross-reference it with the you know AAMTC official content outline. Um, but once you've done that, I think it is worth acknowledging that for many students, just memorizing the content of that isn't enough, right? It, perhaps it is for some people, but PsychSoc does not, or rather, PsychSoc only very, very rarely asks you, you know, what is the behaviorist approach? You know, what is, you know, what is behaviorism? You know, mm. who was B.F. Skinner? Right? Because it's not like the MCAT is far less interested in do you have this content memorized and much more interested in here's a novel situation. Yeah. Right. And so, and I think often what these documents miss is they just tell you the definition of the thing. Yeah. And how do you implement that, that information? Yeah. It's like, great. I've read a def I've read a definition of symbolic interactionism. Like, I yeah. guess I can spot it on the street now. And, you know, I think for many people, now, certainly for me, that wasn't the case. In fact, actually it was listening to the MCAT podcast, uh, that really helped me, you know, kind of generate like, Oh, here's a psych social concept. Can I come up with two novel examples off the top of my head? Right. If you can do that and they're accurate, might you're probably in a pretty good spot for psych social on that concept. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, uh, timing less of an issue for for many, if not most, potentially uh, resources out there. I'm assuming very similar the, those documents, flashcards, those types of things. But it's again very similar to the other sections. Is it's not just memorization; it's the understanding of things so that you can manipulate that data in your head based on the unique scenarios and situations that these these passages and questions are putting you in. Yeah, exactly. I, I think of it as having like a generalizable understanding of a concept as opposed to like memorizing its definition. Yeah. You know, can you map its equivalencies across a number of different examples as opposed to just, you know, tell, you know, tell me what the dictionary definition is. Yeah. Right. That and also, you know, of course, um, the AMC every year seems to push more and more towards kind of experimental design and uh, kind of and like epidemiological um, questions on psychosocial, and so I would even say that probably that you know the I'll just memorize everything approach has kind of never been less effective for improving on psychosocial. Right? Just you know, please know that if your plan for psychosocial is just to memorize you know three hundred pages worth of facts and wander into the test, right? Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that that you know that your assumption there is validated by full-length exams that are telling you you're scoring in the kind of window that you want to be scoring within. Yeah, got it. Makes sense. Okay, so it, it's very interesting. And I don't know if now more than ever, I'm starting to understand how much the MCAT is. Uh, and we say it all the time, it's not a content test. It's a critical thinking and analysis test. But I've never really put it into words of what that actually means, what critical thinking and analysis means. And it really is being able to know the information 
and know it in a way that I can look at it from the top, bottom, left, right, front, and back and still understand that that thing I'm looking at is the same thing and I can answer questions no matter how it's shining the light on that thing. And and that's where that, that critical thinking and analysis comes in to go, okay, I, I read this thing in a textbook. It didn't say this thing, but I think this is what they're talking about based on everything else here. Uh, I'm just looking at it from behind a wall and so I can't really see it, but I'm pretty sure this is what we're talking about. And so now I can answer the question because I can see this thing, this information in different ways. I've never really thought about the, it in that way before. The um, the analogy I use to illustrate this concept uh, all the time, um, to you know, especially in the live course, is if, if you'll indulge me, is um, for anyone, uh, I, I know, you know, of course the last several years have been a little different, but uh, if anyone has like studied abroad before, I'll say, you know, let's let's pretend I'm studying abroad in Paris and I go, you know, I'm studying abroad at a French university and I uh, go to take an, and I take an architecture course. And this architecture course is taught entirely in French. Right. And I sit down, you know, after class every day. Right. For that semester. And I study French. Right? I study French grammar. I study, you know, French history. I study, you know, French syntax. I study how to speak it, how to write it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then you show up for the final exam, kind of pencil in hand. And you sit down and I, you know, and look at the page and think, oh, I didn't know this was an architecture test. I thought this was a French test, right? That assessment isn't wrong, right? In the sense that like it is a French test in that the, the test is in French, mm. but ultimately you need to know about architecture to pass the class. Yeah. And so I often think like the MCAT in this, in this kind of analogy, it's, it's an architecture test. It's a, it's a reasoning test that just happens to use science and content, I suppose equivalently French, as its grammar, right? It is a reasoning test expressed using the language of science. And if you study nothing but the language of science, right, it's not enough in the same way that studying French grammar won't let you ace a French architecture course. All right, so there you have it again. Uh-oh, I didn't get the score I wanted. psych Soch section. I hope you don't need this episode, but if you do, hopefully this was helpful for you. Don't forget to go sign up for your free Blueprint MCAT account over at blueprintmcat.com. This is MedEd Media.